Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show, into our guest segment. Glad you could stay with us. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And hey, we got a couple of great sponsors for you, and people just aren't heeding the warning on food at your own risk, my friends, and I do mean that, but we're still going to make available the four-week special for $100 off. This is the best way to accumulate storable food at a fraction of the cost because you get the discount every time you order the four weeks. So it's not a one-time discount of $100. If you order 10 sets of the four weeks for 40 weeks of food, you get $100 off for each particular set. And there's no reason not to be doing it because all the signs are there that we're in trouble with food. In fact, Steve and I are going to touch on that. Our guest tonight, Steve Quayle, and I are going to touch on the food crisis that's coming. Additionally, ladies and gentlemen, there's 2,000 calories serving a day. <laughs> Listen, th- th- this is the best product there is. I'm not going to go through the details. You really ultimately have to choose whether or not you want your family prepared or not. Preparewithdave.com is where you go. Also, too, we're going to have Steve talk about the conference that we did uh, back in October. It was a huge success. Uh, I'm just mesmerized by the great presentations that are there. And I'm going to have Steve talk to you about that because I think there's a lot in there that people need to hear as we enter into a higher level of crisis time that people out there have warned you about that is coming. And I'm not chastising anybody, but sometimes we just don't heed the warning because we don't see the connection. And these people in the conference that Steve brought in were right on the money. And I'm seeing more and more of their predictions coming true every single day. So you're going to want to be a part of that. And we're going to ask Steve to address that. Uh, I just want to make sure you all know, too, that we have a TV show now. And uh, it's the one area that I'm protected because we control the environment. Now, I got remonetized on YouTube. You know, Don't ask me how, but I did. But that doesn't mean I'll be there with my platform next week. Doesn't mean my radio networks won't stand up. Doesn't mean my podcast can't go away. But we'll always be at the commonsenseshow.tv. And I want to make sure everyone knows that. And listen, this is how inexpensive it is. We offer this for $2.50 a month on the annual plan with two free months. I don't know how we could make it any cheaper. So I'm going to bring in Steve here because we have a lot to talk about. We're going to start with Sidney Powell and that shocking development. And I think that uh, the Trump people just blew their chance. Steve, welcome to the show, and I know you're probably, well, first of all, before we go to the Sidney Powell thing, let's clean up what we just brought up here, or I brought up here, about the conference. People can still get a copy of these presentations, can't they? Right, or they can go on gen6gensix.com and download Video on Demand, which is available for a year. They can watch it over and over and over, or Dave, they can get a uh, set of the DVDs. This was obviously uh, the final warning, and I, the, the goal of it was to ask the speakers if they knew they were going to be shut off from the Internet, what are the things they would tell the people? Now, obviously, you know, uh, you were one of the speakers, Daniel Holdings, Dave Hodges, obviously, Greg Hunter, Lisa Haven, Robert McGinnis, Lieutenant Colonel McGinnis, retired, Mike Adams, Gerald Salente. Tom Horn and Steve Quayle. I guess I said that already. I'm just reading my own thing. But the point is, is that uh, with the people that uh, have gotten back to me, the thousands of people that have gotten back to me, they said it was the most important conference they had been to because of the broad spectrum of speakers. You covered 10 things. Uh, I covered, uh, I took off for Tom Horn on the great alien deception and how that's going to play out. By the way, it's playing out even as you and I are on the air tonight. Uh, people are seeing orbs all over the world now. They're seeing more asteroids. They're seeing more comets. By the way, I believe a lot of those things 
are not, quote, asteroids and comets. I believe they are intelligent, uh, controlled either craft or the entities themselves, i.e. fallen angels. And so the thing is, is that this was about everything from the economy to COVID-19. Greg Hunter gave a marvelous job. Yes, and he did. It's kind of like when you turn him loose, he goes loose. I love that. And the thing is, is that Gerald Salente gave just one of his typical brilliant, and I love his sarcasm. He, he calls politics, politics, the politics, the blood-sucking vultures that, you know, destroy our lives. I'm, I'm adding to what Gerald said. Uh, Lieutenant Robert McGinnis obviously has written a couple books on the battlefield, the electronic battlefield. I think he's written seven or eight books. I said a couple. Uh, Lisa Haven did a, you know, she's supercharged. Good job. You covered 10 different things. So this is the most complete conference of its kind in the world. We had, I don't know, 47, 57 nations. And then we also have Brandon Smith, altmarketnews.com. He's a new guy on the speaking circuit, but he's one of the most brilliant writers, in my opinion, on the Internet. Brandon Smith, altmarketnews.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can still go on for video on demand, uh, and you can download it. I recommend everybody around the world that wants to watch it. Don't order DVDs. They have the shipping will just cost you more than the DVDs. So just download it. And like I said, you have access for a year. And ladies and gentlemen, this is, in my opinion, one of the most important shows because of a culmination. If you take everything Dave Hodges has been talking about and I've been talking about, and we all, the different speakers, and you focus it on the pun intended, it's almost like the lateness of the hour has to give way now to a new statement. The treachery of the minute. It's a new treachery every minute now. Something's breaking. Something's coming to pass. And, and things are speeding up, ladies and gentlemen. So what, all the speakers on the final warning, Brace for Impact, and the title, Brace for Impact, obviously Dana Coverstone's prophecies. But when you're bracing for impact, you know it's going to hit. If you know you're going to be in a wreck and you've got time to brace, if you know you're going to be in a, uh, a controlled crash landing, you have to assume a posture. And the posture we want everybody to assume for the uh, crash that's coming in all dimensions, political, spiritual, uh, the attack on Christians, uh, the, the uh, one world government, the one world religion, and the one world economy. Every day, new passages of scripture written thousands of years ago are coming to life because it's going by the book, the book being God's holy Bible. It's so bad that even... Uh, what is her name? AOC, uh, uh, not AOC, I want to correct myself. Ilhan Omar basically said she believes Christians should be forbidden to be in the U.S. military. Well, I'm sure she doesn't believe that about Muslims because obviously she is one and she was trained in uh, some of their camps. So what I'm saying is, is that, ladies and gentlemen, the war is against you. Everything is against us. And what we're trying to do is give everyone, first of all, knowledge is power. And we're trying to give them, Dave, the knowledge base and the perception to see beyond the news. And if it weren't for us and alt news, and I'm talking all alt news, those of us who are telling the truth, we will not be allowed to tell the truth forever. We will be silenced. The first thing they do is cut us off and then they try and kill us off. But by the grace of God and your intercession, your prayers for all of us, we just thank the Lord because that's why we are still allowed to speak. Although, Dave, you know, I know, we know, others know that the attacks upon our platforms are increasing, the defunding, uh, you know, everything that's going on. We're now watching Faces of Death Book, and I rightly called that 
years and years ago. Because again, now if you, if anybody who's a conservative looks like you, Dave, they'll banish them, even if they're not Dave Hodges, if you've got a doppelganger, or if they look like me, they'll <laughs> ban you. You know what that tells me? Their facial recognition is not as good as they claim it is. Also, also, they want to make sure that no one who is of a conservative or Christian position or constitution, or the, let me, let's just call it this, anybody who believes in freedom, you are the enemy of the state, and they will do everything to cut you off, starve you out, kill you, poison you, inject you, and ultimately, you know, uh, uh, imprison and whatever else they can do. The point is, is that this is this country has gone so far downhill so fast. And Dave, one of the things too that you and I are going to cover tonight is the whole uh, situation with Sidney Powell. And and you know, she officially wasn't on the payroll, so maybe she wasn't officially fired. But the thing is, that's a very important thing that's happened tonight. And I put it on my website. I'm sure, you know, it's on a lot of other websites. But ladies and gentlemen, remember this. Divide and conquer. You're watching it happening in your very own country. You're watching it, and some of you are, and some of us are watching it in our families. People are absolutely coming unglued. Dave, today it was blue skies in Montana, a little bit cold. But I went out, and, and as a photographer, I thought, this doesn't feel like blue sky smiling at me. It, there's such a weight of heaviness. There's even when it should be normal, it's not normal anymore. And I'm the one that gave that word long before the press picked up that the word normal will never be used again. And even when it's a good day, it's really tough to, to, to see that the land isn't under judgment. I know. I, I, I could not agree with you more. But Steve, the thing that we're looking at here is we're being attacked on every front. And the Sidney Powell thing is especially uh, debilitating to me. Oh, crap. Hang on. Hello, Dave. Yeah, I'm sorry. I actually muted muted the microphone here. My fault. Um, What I was saying, Steve, was the Sidney Powell thing is equally disturbing to me because I personally heard Giuliani on television say that Sidney Powell was on his team. So for them to say she wasn't on the team, he he was lying at one time or another. Well, and I got to say something. I believe, let me share this, in, in that world of Washingtonitis, okay, egos are as rare as the politician who puts the country first, okay, but egos are everything. And Giuliani, when he was mocked because his hair dye was running down his face under the light of the cameras or whatever, thing, it's more important to save the country, not to save your ego, not to save, uh, you know, face, so to speak. And Sidney Powell, I had one of the most famous trial lawyers in, in the country email me today, he listens to me, he listens to you. And he said, Steve, do you realize how gifted Sidney Powell is? We've never talked about it. He said, she's won 70 Supreme Court appeal cases. He said, no one's ever done that. So here's the thing. I sense that, unfortunately, Dave, those closest to you do you, and you know we're seeing that. I sense that was a tactical and a a critical mistake. I believe the president should be grateful for that form of competency when all he has to look at is 200 of his former generals and admirals and uh, counselors and cabinet members who have bailed out on him and gone over the other side. And you have a woman who's fighting for the Constitution, for the legal results of the election, and now this. And I can tell you this, I would say to Giuliani, shame on you for saying that. Shame on you. 
Yeah, he may just have lost this whole appeal process. Because the, here, here's why I say this. You've got at least 80 to 90 million people who are highly agitated and upset about the election results. You've got Sidney Powell, who's been the face of the resistance legally. And now you've ripped her away. Who are people going to identify with? And that makes the judges more emboldened to make illegal decisions because they don't think the people are watching. Well, I think that, you know, the, the saving grace, if, as if in God's grace, here's why I believe that still Trump has to come out on top of this. Now, I could be wrong, but here's why. Before he even ran, announced officially, I someone was, I think was on Coast to Coast, I was asked, well, does that, they asked, George Norrie asked me if I was endorsing Trump. I said, look, I see who hates him, and everybody who hates him hates me, so I'm going to vote for the guy that's, in my opinion, God put into office. Now, I want to make this clear. Not because of his moral choices, not because of his uh, 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 humanity, but to be a a dividing line, if you will, God's prosecuting attorney. Nothing, no one in the history of politics in our day and age has had the polarizing effect that Trump has. I'm also on record, Dave, and you know this, that I believe that the evidence that is to come out yet yeah, in the Supreme Court hearings and, and the servers, and, and there's misinformation going around on the servers too. I can tell you the chain of command with the U.S. military special ops is intact. It doesn't mean the Democrats don't know, but what is involved, Dave, and I'll tell you this, the amount of Democratic senators and congressmen and Republicans, the ones that are basically we call rhinos, on the Chinese payroll, the NSA has turned all of that documentation over to the Supreme Court, all of it. Each one of the judges, uh, justices had to sign for a physical package. And there were literally, I think there was, I was told, 35,000 hours of recorded messages between Chinese agents, Chinese government, U.S. senators, U.S. Uh, congressmen, congresswomen. I mean, it's a big deal. So the saving grace is in this. I believe that the word I gave years ago, seven years ago, and people can mock it, challenge it, but it's playing out before their eyes. So they can, uh, you know, hate the messenger, but they can't deny the message was simply this. Before God allows Russia and China to nuke the United States, he's going to reveal the sins of the leaders to the people and the people's sins before a holy God. And that is happening. Even some of my critics saying, well, you got that one right. I said, no, God is right. And I just <laughs> proclaimed what he told me. Yeah. So the, thing is, the, so the thing is, is that this Powell thing, all I'm saying is there's a bigger picture going on, excuse me, and I think you're correct. I think it sends a horrible message. I think it's the most uh, daffy duck type thing that could be done. And, you know, I, I would tell Giuliani, look, quit worrying about your television. And you can tell how Giuliani moves when he's being interviewed. He just goes on and on and on. And the thing is, is that he should be less worried about the color of the, his hair dye than the color red that is controlling our country, as in red communist money. And there was a story, Dave, I don't know if you saw it, I'll turn it right over to you, that the Chinese gave Biden a list of uh, instructions to follow on how he is to deal with Red China. Did you see that? Yes. Go ahead, brother. I mean, I'm on a roll. You are on a roll, and that's why I'm not stepping into that momentum. Um, you make six jump shots, you're getting a pass for the seventh time. But anyway, uh, what I wanted to ask you about is uh, the 
receipt by Supreme Court members of the evidence on the uh, machines. Um, how sure of you that this happened? Because I haven't heard this. A hundred percent. Let let me go, and and I mentioned this to you when we talked before, but I think it's worth repeating. Um, Gorsuch is a statist. I don't know that he can be counted on, but I think he can. Roberts will vote for the Democrats. Um, I I think Amy will vote uh, for Trump if it's within the rule of law. Uh, The wild card in my book is Kavanaugh, because he was an architect of the uh, Patriot Act 1 and 2. He's a statist. And I just, he's deep state. I just don't know about him, Steve. Do you have a feel about that? Well, I think Alito already showed that he still believes in the Constitution. I think Gorsuch, I would bet on as being a good lawyer. The one that is concerning to me is Kavanaugh. Excuse me. Because I believe there were three cases that went before the Supreme Court, and both Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, you know, ruled uh, against Trump. Now, I don't know the merit of those cases. I'm not a lawyer. But I will say this, Dave, people had better, if they've never or ever prayed in their life, they better be praying. This isn't a, I want to make this clear, this is not a political man you're standing behind. This is your country. You will not understand. If I tell you, and I will, excuse me just a minute, let me take a glass of water. If I tell you those numbers, I could not even know those numbers unless it was given to me by people. And one of the guys who gave me some answers was a guy that basically is involved in setting up the international currency of money transfer years and years ago, which you, what we know as SWIFT. So everything the NSA, and some of the NSA did America a big favor, they turned over all of the voluminous, it was voluminous, all the financial records too. I was even given the number of, I wasn't given names, so I, I asked not to. I don't want to be, you know, uh, have an unfortunate accident. But let me just say this. Suffice it to say that based on the information that came to me, 80% of the Democrats have indirectly or directly taken money uh, from the Chinese under various holding companies, and it's about 35% with the Republicans. But interestingly enough, the Republicans are the ones that you wouldn't even think were Republicans. Yeah. And some of the biggest names in the Republican Party, and you know, I, I'll leave it to the imagination. So if that's true, let's just go if that. If that's true, then the Supreme Court may ultimately be the ones to rule that this whole legal, uh, the basis for the challenges against the vote stuffing, Dominion software, everything, that that was a total phony election, that Trump won the election, I think the amount of electoral votes were up to 402. The Dominion software guy that posted that he personally saw to it, that he was the what the security uh, chief for Dominion software, his posts were all over the internet, and now they're being literally scrubbed that he saw to it. He took claim, by the way, he laid claim to the fact that he made sure Donald Trump did not win, and he was given all of his leftist buddies high fives. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. And let, let me ask you this. Um, the evidence for the voting machines, that was seized in a foreign country. Is that correct? Yes, it was. It was really seized in Germany. I believe there was a slave or another backup also in Spain. And that violates U.S. election laws, too. I was going to bring that up. Exactly, Steve. Yeah. And so the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm being told. Now, look, 
I can only know what I'm made to know, but if someone's been in, incredibly accurate with me, then I'm gonna go with that because here's the deal. Everything now, look at this, even Twitter twatter, pitter patter, the very typewriter from hell itself, you know, the little tweets, you know, I could, I, I should tell you what I call them, but probably not on your show. I do it on my own so you don't get in trouble. But anyway, the little tweets, and now Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter is saying, hey, as of January 20th, whether this thing is solved or not, we're giving the election to Trump. You remember those arrogant MSM people? And by the way, I call them the mainstream murderers, okay? They murdered truth. They absolutely, are, there is nothing in them that is close to truth. They have taken over the public narrative. The public narrative is uh, damn all the truth tellers and full speed ahead. Unfortunately, they're headed straight to hell, in my opinion. So the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, that this is so critical because look, they, you, I know Dave, you and I talked about on one of our interviews, look at how hard Biden didn't, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy, guy couldn't even talk you know, since for more than 30 seconds. And then Kamala Harris, none of them did any campaigning, yet Trump had 30, 40,000, 75 mile long cars. And, and the statisticians, you're one, uh, you know, uh, the, the statistical analysis proves that some of the bellwether states based on prior, what would you call, modalities or, or, or the algorithms and all that stuff, uh, when it's subjected to the strict laws of statistical analysis, it came up totally beyond the mean and was overly, overly indicating a total fake count. You can't have 140,000 registered voters and have 177,000 ballots filed. And those, and I was told the watermark word was an unfortunate word, but I was told that every uh, ballot producer printer encodes their own ballots with a special ink or a special uh, code index that tells the area that it's going to. Let's say you know your area has got 20,000 registered voters. I'm making this up, and there's 20,000 ballots. Well, 40,000 ballots come in from your area. That tells everybody, hey, something's really different here. Something's really odd here. I know. I, th there is something odd here. And what's odd is, well, I don't want to be critical of Trump, but I'm going to be critical of Trump. The time to have intervened on these voting machines in foreign countries would have been before the election. Agreed. Agreed, Dave. And here's the thing. Why is he always late to the dinner? Okay, you know what I mean by that? Bad, uh, bad people around him? Yeah, I, I would say that, but look, here's the thing. Who, who in their right mind could have had as many bad choices for advisors than Trump? Jimmy uh, Carter? Wisdom, Jimmy wisdom, Carter. I'm sorry? This is like Jimmy Carter and the Trilateral Commission being stacked in his uh, cabinet. Right. Yeah, I hear you, but at well, some I, point, I, I, at some I, point, he needed to reach out to Steve Quayle or or Paul Preston and say, "I've been watching your work. Come in. You can't do any worse than the people that I have here who are betraying me. You will not betray me." He should have gone outside the Washington D.C. Beltway. Brother, you can't embark on draining the swamp and then have an artificial breeding program for alligators. I know, I know, Steve. That's exactly that's so well said. But that's exactly what happened. 
and his method of solving this was flawed. I mean, like I said, I would have brought in John Doe off the street than to have John Bolton be my uh, NSA national security advisor. Look, the it, it was a giveaway at who the most dangerous, honest man in the world was at that time in Trump's campaign. It was General Michael Flynn. And, you know, Trump did offer, by the way, you probably know this, Trump did offer to pardon Michael Flynn, but Sidney Powell said, no, she wants him to be completely exonerated. Michael Flynn was put, uh, let's just say this, uh, thrown out to the dogs and intimidated, coerced by a, a, a crooked uh, head of the FBI. And everybody, see, this is the thing. If a house be divided against itself, Jesus said it, it cannot stand. But if a White House, and I'll make this, this take this thing, if the White House be divided against itself, how can it stand? It won't. And so, Dave, I'm really praying. I want people, and I'm, this is how I pray. I'm saying, Lord, there is a lot of, uh, elaborate hoaxes, and there's a lot of masquerading going on. And a masquerade means there are people wearing, quote, conservative masks that are selling out their mother, you know? And and the thing is, is that the idea to drain the swamp, that's as relevant as you and I saying, well, we're going to go pull the, our blinds down on the moon, and the moon will quit shining because we close the blinds in our our, our uh, bedroom. Do you know what I'm saying, Dave? Yeah, I do. It is, it is like, uh, how should I say this? It is so, you use the term uh, disconnect, you know? We, we don't have any more cognitive skills. We've got cognitive dissonance. I say we have even a more intense version of that called reality avoidance disorder. And reality avoidance disorder just simply means that you've chosen to live and a comfort zone that as long as you feel good in your comfort zone, you don't want to step out, you don't want to go out, you don't even want to think out of that comfort zone because it's too, pun intended, uncomfortable. And you know what tears the comfort zone apart is when the when you're in, let's say, a hurricane F5, and there goes your roof, there goes the side of your walls, there goes everything you own, and you're sitting there in your chair holding on for dear life and just going, oh, God, please don't let me go up in the whirlwind too. That's the only picture I can paint tonight or for you know your listeners and our viewers and our mutual listeners is that that the roof is off the house the walls are coming down we're at a you know 180 90 mile an hour winds you know let's say 150 plus and and we see it all around us devastation uh you know go go into any town I was in Phoenix you know I don't know six months ago when I had to come down there and film some stuff in the desert I was down there just for literally a day in a helicopter filming and then got out again the same day. But, uh, you know, the thing is, is that I can tell you this, even Scottsdale didn't feel like the Scottsdale I knew. Bozeman, Montana, it's no longer the Bozeman I know. It's no longer the Bozeman I knew. Everything, if you, if, and I want people to challenge this, go out and just sit and observe and say, Lord, show me what I'm not seeing with my eyes. Help me to hear what I'm not hearing with my ears. Because the spirit of heaviness is upon this land. And the Bible says that gladness and joy has fled away. It's interesting, isn't it, Dave? I know so many people that the joy of the Lord, and even general joy, they don't need to, you know, even non-Christians who have to joy, they, they'll, they'll make statements to me. And I think it's God just letting me hear it through their mouths. Where has all the joy gone? 
I remember the holidays. I love the holidays. I have my way. I'd have every day Christmas, every day Resurrection Sunday, and every day Thanksgiving because because of Jesus, it fits. But the point is, is that you know the holiday spirit, it's gone because it's been displaced by evil spirits. The Christians didn't stand up for the living God, the Son of God, Jesus. People, I don't care if you think that quote quails a Jesus freak. What I'm telling you is this: that the foundations be destroyed, the righteous can do nothing. And Dave, ultimately, your position as a talk show host, my position, all of the people that are uh, in talk shows, we do what we can do, hoping against hope. And and if just enough people will hear, maybe they'll act. They hear but they don't act yet. Most Americans won't act in their own best interest until they have no other alternative but to react, and I'm talking violently. You know, what, what should be a testimony of everybody is that, look, it's not the white people burning down the house. It's not the uh, allowing the ethnos against ethnos. You've got black people that are being amazingly succinct entrepreneurs, business guys saying, this is the first time under Donald Trump I could ever have a business. It's not a color of the skin, it's a color of the heart. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of black-hearted people, not the skin color, incredibly dark, witches who started the BLM movement, Antifa, the Soroses. They, they, you and I have talked on, uh, for years about uh, Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. What they did to Donald Trump, they isolated him. They kept the narrative going, and they were like vultures picking the guy to death. Picking the guy to death. And if any of you have ever seen, you know, the pictures of people that were locked in the uh, uh, iron-type exoskeletons and just left for the vultures to feed on, it, literally the vultures had enough space to pick them apart, and they literally picked them to death. And so the thing is, this is the total absolute, in my opinion, takedown of the country, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights by some of the most evil, demonic, communist bastards. And when I use the term bastard, Dave, that's offensive to so many people. It's more offensive to people than innocent children being butchered and eaten and everything. But the bastard is a term that God used in describing the offspring of the fallen angels and earth women, what we would call the giants, the Rephaim. So the thing is, is that uh, we're getting sicker and sicker as a nation, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting sicker and sicker. And I'll tell you this, because I know, Dave, you're in touch with uh, a lot of the people in California. Even today, I was told, and you can check this out, that the Highway Patrol has been uh, warned of an impending disaster and that they're going to have 30 days' worth of food and their own survival stuff to have to be away from home up to 30 days, including gas masks, really, you know, really good stuff. And uh, I was told that by someone who's, uh, you know, I think son or daughter is in the highway patrol uh, who texted me. And so the thing before we went on the show. So here's what's going to happen, in my opinion. The political stuff is going to play out on the stage of history where men can bribe, kill, steal. But God is going to act in such a way to get the world's attention, especially the United States. Even as you and I are talking tonight, Dave, reports are going that Russia's moving heavy, heavy weaponry into Venezuela beyond the two nuclear bombers there, beyond the S-400 missile systems. That China's moving a lot of their uh, naval assets, both underwater and on top of the water, in the area of Guam and Hawaii. 
Well, the average American's not going to be learning that, and I'm not telling anything that's top secret. I wouldn't. But what I'm trying to get people to understand is, is that we have something really at stake here. It's called our lives, our history, our heritage, our culture. Is any of that worth standing up for? I think it all is. I have kids, I have grandkids, and uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just representative of a guy that wants to have a hope for a future for my children and a future for my grandchildren. But what are we giving them? It will it be stated of this generation that the last generation, the post-World War II generation, was a great generation, then I maintain that this generation, unless the people of God rise up and people get absolutely fed up with the lies, the treason, the treachery, the murder, the, the child sacrifice abortion, the child cannibalism, Hollywood, all of its vomit, the mainstream press, and now we even have Fox News, which basically is the fox has been in the hen house all along, and now we've got a bunch of chicken feathers uh, indicating a lot of people that, uh, you know, believe that was at least the voice of reason. Thank God they're being abandoned, too. But the thing is, is that we're now in a position, unfortunately, just like ancient Israel was, where every man does right, which is every man does that which is right in his own eyes. That's called lawlessness. It's called the uh, mystery of iniquity. How is it that federal judges can break the law, constitutional law, and now it's going into the Supreme Court, especially in Pennsylvania? One minute you hear the judge is okay the recount or to throw it out, even Alito who is a Supreme Court justice who has jurisdiction over those devils in Philadelphia, uh, the federal judges. The bottom line is they didn't follow him. See, there is a narrative. It's bigger than law. It's bigger than men. It's bigger than the Constitution. Well, that can't be true. It is. And you and I have to report it in real time as the nation we love, as the nation that God blessed us with when we walked in his ways, as we watch everything that was so wonderful about America, piece by piece, the blackbirds, the vultures, the carrion, the, they're, they're just picking us apart piece by piece. And the most, uh, the saddest news is we've got our congressmen and women, our senators who are selling us down the drain to set, some of these people, Dave, I was told by someone who has access to financial uh, records that they get, some of them get as much as $25 million a frack from the Chinese, and, and interesting enough, Joe Biden was told by the Chinese today how he's going to uh, relate to China. Did you see that article? No, I didn't. Tell us about it. Yeah. Well, basically, uh, they were setting the rules for a Biden presidency as opposed to a Trump presidency, and I'll, I'll make it really simple. You will do what we say. You'll do what we say. And he go, and you know, he probably said, "Yes, uh, yes, we will." And then he'll hold out his hand and say, what's it worth to you? See, what freedom was, what liberty was, what the greatest nation in the world was, we became a nation of horrors and we sold out our blessing. We went and absolutely hoard. I even talked to a couple Russian spies almost 15 years ago and they were businessmen and I was introduced by, by the way, it was all legal. The Cold War had ended so there was no meeting with anybody's foreign. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they said, you Americans, you sell your companies or your country so cheap. He, he asked me that, a guy named George. He said, why, Steve, does your country sell itself so cheap? He said, at least when we Russians commit treason, we get big money. And I, all I sat and said is, 
I don't have an answer for you, but I guess Americans can't count and Russians can. And he wasn't mocking me. As a matter of fact, funny story is, Dave, true story. I, wanted, I told the story. I wanted to buy a periscope for an underground bunker I was going to build. And I knew that after the Soviet Union kind of, uh, you know, broke up, they were selling a lot of stuff on the legal market. And I wanted a periscope. And I know it was, you know, I was eccentric in those days. And the deal is, as they said, Periscope might be trouble, but you want whole submarine? We deliver it to Mexico. After that, it's your problem. That's a true statement. That's amazing. That yeah. is absolutely amazing. So, so, you know, I can tell these anecdotal things, but again, all I'm trying to share with everyone is this. If there was ever a time to pray, if there was ever a time to get right uh, with the living God, if there's ever a time to say, Lord, life is bigger than I am, and I can't relate, just like the Sidney Powell thing, when I first heard about it, my mouth dropped, okay? And for the record, I heard it about two hours ago, okay, before going on the show. I even couldn't believe it until I saw the documentation. Then I reached out to all my people, different places around the world, and they said, oh, yeah, but there's way more to it than that. When men, because of ego, pride, hubris, and vanity, will throw their country out the window and just say, to, and I'm saying, they're saying this, I'm not, saying to hell with everyone, to hell with everybody, then they're basically bringing a curse upon themselves because betrayal doesn't go well in the retrospective view of history, does it? No, uh, to say the least, you write your own epitaph. Uh, you certainly destroy your legacy. Steve, let's go uh, uh, in a little different direction here. I want to put out a couple of things for you to comment on. It's my position based on documents I have, and, and I'll let you decide how much you want to reveal, that... Uh, well, let me just, I'll give you the whole thing of what I learned. First, it was there the isolation camps in Canada uh, created by Trudeau allegedly for COVID is, is BS, and it's all about political prisoners, and they're going to be manned. It's thought mostly by the uh, not just the Canadians, but the communist Chinese. And that I also learned later, to Steve, since we've talked, and this is a conversation I had through a third-party source from a first-party reference, who works in the Pentagon, and he said, yeah, he says, I'm, I'm worried about being abducted and taken there. You should worry about it. And I said, what do you mean? He said, these are going to be real re-education camps. They don't want 80 million people in the streets rioting uh, with all the handguns we have. They want to turn us to the other side. And I said, explain that, please. He said, Dave, they'll come get you in the middle of the night. They'll hold your family. They'll take you to Canada. They're going to treat you like crap for the first three days to break you down. And then they're going to come in and say, there's another way. You can write what we tell you and appear to be alt media like Tucker Carlson appears to be Fox News Independent. And he said that uh, what will end up happening is if you play ball, they'll let you live a little longer, let you come home, release your family. And he said they're going to do the same thing with some top military officers. And he goes, that's the scuttlebutt we're getting. Do you want to comment on that? Well, that's always been the way to separate families, and that's what I've been screaming at the top of my lungs about, and you and I have gotten into it. And some people seem to think that if you yell about something, that you're an angry man. You bet I'm angry, because when Dave, and being one of the guys on the forefront of the concentration camps, the termination centers, the origin, I'm the origin of the red, blue, and green list, the man that gave it to me, all that stuff, basically they're going to separate men from their families. And, and, and I tell you guys this, and, and I tell you ladies this, and I tell you kids this. Imagine 
the knock on the door and daddy's no more. The knock on the door and mommy's gone forever. And parents, you should fight for your children because the last thing you want to do is put these kids, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I pray for my children. I pray for my grandchildren and I teach them how to shoot. And, and they're smart enough and old enough with the exception of two of them to know what's going down. But here's the thing, Dave, do we not even care about our children? So what you're being told is accurate. Trudeau has made secret agreements with the Chinese to literally make Canada their home. They want, Chinese want Canada's water and wheat. They want the water on the East Coast. They want the wheat on the West Coast, uh, above Montana, obviously. Uh, some of the finest, Alberta, some of the finest and most uh, amazing wheat fields in, in the whole North American continent. So the thing is, is that when I received, and this is important to answer your question, the amount of betrayal, when people can only eat by betraying someone else, you're going to see that everybody wants to, you know, drop a dime on this guy, drop a dime on that guy, because they'll turn us into a bunch of uh, swamp creatures where the only way we can eat is to betray someone else. And I'm telling you point blank, the UN can go suck mud as far as I'm concerned, telling me I get to eat insects while they eat steak, not on my watch. Well, you can't fight the whole UN. I can't, but God can. God can reveal and strip them naked before the eyes of the world. But guess what? Even if God does that, the world will go after them because the UN represents nothing more than Satan's earthly henchmen on earth until he physically shows up. He, they are his holding army. They are his, uh, what would you say, his administration team on planet Earth. And I maintain they're all sock, pocket, sock puppets for fallen angels. See, people are going to get real wise real soon. They can deny aliens exist. They can deny that there's anything going on. They can deny this. They can deny that. But they can't deny the uh, ramifications when you're actually speechless at seeing something you've never seen before, something so hideous your mind's never imagined it before. That's what the Bible's talking, men's, fail, men's hearts failing them for fear of looking after those things coming upon the earth. And so that's what my pleading is. Look, I know my days are numbered. I also know King David's teach me to number my days, Lord, that I might not trespass against you. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, even Jesus had to recede at times from the people because the people... Let's just say this, what the people want isn't always best for them, but what the people need is what God gives to them, like manna in the wilderness. Well, they forgot. Manna came from heaven, and whatever their flatbread came from Egypt and, and was on earth. I'll take what God provides heavenly on earth. And by the way, I'm taking that seriously. I'm praying for supernatural provision for the widows, the widowers, the single moms, the veterans. You know, Dave, you know, I'm just telling you, uh, my listening audience and, and, and some are your listening. We share a lot of listening audience, but they're helping the single moms are helping the widows. I've got 70 and 80 year old women that are telling me they're starving and a check goes out to them one day and they get it the next and, and they jump up and do it because they said, even our own families abandon us in a dog eat dog world. Puppies have no, uh, no relevance at the table and we're coming, we're becoming we're going to, I'm telling you point blank, the most gracious gift that God gave to us, uh, you know, civilization and salvation, obviously. But all of that's being broken down by those freaky, 
uh, face masks of the beast, the mask of the beast. Look at how we were compliant. Now listen to this. The whole group of athletes that started the woke movement with Colin Kaepernickel. I know that's not his real name, but I call him <laughs> Kaepernickel. No. But, you know, bowing. This country did not bow in honor and reverence of the living God and bowing our heads in prayer. <clears throat> if they bow their knees, now they got a new movement in the NFA, and, or NFA, uh, not NFA, NHL, whatever, uh, uh, football, basketball, and baseball, and they got a new statement amongst the athletes that are used to huge money. Woke is broke. Woke is broke. Well, they sowed to the wind, and now they're reaping the world wind. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, there's never been a more important time to really fix your eyes on the only thing that is going to not change, and that's faith in the living God. There is, as you know, my my uh, friend Hawk says, there's power in the blood of Jesus, and we're be seeing our nation be turning into a, if you will, the evil empire, because all godliness is mocked and rebuked, and it's even to the point where Christians can't meet and house the worship, but you can sure party hardy. Or you can sure do whatever you want to do, and and if you're a if you're a leftist lying uh, hypocrite, you can meet and protest and have people so close together their blood and spits on each other. Yet you know if you're if you're a Christian or if you're even a family, how dare Fausti? And I want to just get this off my chest. Thank you. Fausti has tentacles that absolutely disqualify him from being the voice of anything. The Center for Disease Control is not a federal agency. It is a private organization. Fauci owns patent rights. He owns cash. He owns, what I say this, cash payouts. So when you see him promoting vaccines, when you see him downing hydroxychloroquine or remdesivir or even vitamin D and, uh, you know, just the, the health food supplement zinc that can help you, See, they gave Trump a lot of crap, always, but at, about hydroxychloroquine. Well, if you had, uh, you know, $50 billion riding on, uh, you know, a new uh, viral uh, injection inoculation vaccine, you don't want people to go out and take hydroxychloroquine where you used to be able to buy a bottle for less than 100 bucks. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been set up. We are sheep being led to the slaughter. And the people that are leading us to our slaughter are trying to make sure we pay them to slaughter us. Yes, it's sure. Like they're no they're jokes. profiting on our demise. I've been saying yeah, that all yeah. along. Yeah, well, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, you know, just go on and on. But no, no, but is... you're, you're right. I think it needs to be said. But I, I want to go to another area because I don't want to run out of time on this. And we got about 10 minutes. Um, I have analyzed this, Steve, upside down, right side up, the information that you know that I've received. And um, and I've drawn conclusions, and I'm trying to think of what the first mover will be. What will be the trigger event that will set off hell in North America, maybe even across the planet? And I believe it's going to be a contrived food shortage started by some um, false flag event. And then the government will centralize the control of food under Executive Order 13603 and Barack Obama. And then if you want food, you better give us your gun. And if you come on this side of the barbed wire, well, we may let you leave. We may not let you leave. What do you think? I think that's the first mover because that leads to the guns and all the other stuff they want. Right. Well, I think, first of all, you've quoted it, uh, you know, and I've quoted it time and time again, Henry Kissinger, with uh, oil, we control the world. With food, we control the people. Obviously, the mouthpiece for the U.N. And I want to make it clear that when God judges a nation, 
and it's historic day, and it happened even in, uh, in the Middle East at various times in history. When God sends a famine, what's interesting, the famine usually follows a people that have turned away from the blessing of God and go follow their own way. And that's really true. So there's a famine for the word of the Lord. The pulpits in this country abandoned Jesus probably 20 years ago, 30 years ago. They want to be part of the woke crowd, and the woke crowd goes straight to hell. Listen, we are told that the most important thing in life is to share the love of God, the salvation of God, and the purpose for life itself to the people. And the people uh, don't want eternal life. They want their best life now, to coin a term by one of the most, in my opinion, apostate puppets in the pulpit. And the thing is, is that now we're at a point where, like the scripture says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? You know in your heart, I know in my heart, we know in our heart, those of us who are on talk radio all these years, quarter of a century plus for me now, that we hoped enough people would hear we prayed enough people would see. We, we besought God that enough people would stand up and act up for righteousness. But, hey, Dave, not enough did. And now, I think, can I be blunt with you? I think we're out in the talk, you know, talk radio or podcast or, you know, excuse me, not radio anymore, but podcast. And we're doing, what we're doing is we're speaking to individuals. We can't get the attention of the whole country. God can, and it's my contention that something really big, you call it a false flag, I can tell you the nuclear emergency search teams, you can look it up, NEST, are out there, uh, you know, uh, full bore looking, that situation where the guy killed some people and he had a U-Haul full of fireworks, that was a cover story. He was way up to no good. He found some interesting stuff. So anytime the truth is told, the media immediately covers it up. Anytime. Because the last thing, the most dangerous thing to a kingdom of liars is the truth. Because the truth always comes back to Jesus. And Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. And, and you, truth is not a concept. Truth is a person that basically is the basis for all the concept. The God of the whole earth shall do right. He shall judge right. And the problem is, is that we're, we're under judgment. 99% of Christians do not understand what America's done to deserve such judgment. Well, uh, all you got to do is see the way we all put up with a mocking of Christianity. You know that there are people wanting to make Christians illegal. You know that at some point, even Bibles will be a capital offense. You do know that. And, and I also know we've killed nearly 100 million babies. Yep. Blood. If, if I, I, I've said this to the Lord, probably this troubles me a lot. Troubles me more than any single thing that troubles me and a lot troubles me. Well, you should just rest in Jesus. Rest in Jesus? I'll rest in Jesus when I'm doing it in his power, his might. If, woe unto me if I speak not the truth in the presence of the king of glory. God said, look for a man to stand in the gap. And I couldn't find anybody. God says in his word, who will rise up and stand against the workers of iniquity? You think many people raise their hands in that world? I don't think so. And so here's the thing, Dave. We're, we're pleading, in essence, I'm pleading, for people to understand the lateness of the hour and what's at stake. There's so much going on, ladies and gentlemen, so much going on. And, and it's, it's, as much as Dave stays up with it, I stay up with it, 
brothers and sisters, you know, there's only so much we can do. But what you can do is, is pray that God will show you someone who's got hearing ears and seeing eyes. It doesn't do any good to throw your pearls before swine. And unfortunately, a lot of swine are in our own families. I'm not saying, you know, go to war with your families, but also be wise enough to see uh, patterns that indicate they're going to go to war with you. A child that says to his mother or father, you're crazy. Uh, someone who, a uh, child or, or daughter of son that says to, your, to your, their parents that you're crazy and, and even thinking in their heart, I can't wait until you die so I can get your stuff. You know, those aren't kids. I'm telling you point blank, those aren't our kids. God has to do an attitude and a heart change in them. I know absolutely, I know for a fact that which I speak. I know people whose parents are wealthy and their kids are either called trust babies or spoiled brats, call them whatever you want. But they will literally say, they will literally say, I can't wait until my parents die. Then it's easy street. You know, that's the whole country. But people didn't understand when <laughs> liberty died. Steve, I got to laugh at that. I just did a TV broadcast. I did a monologue on Biden's financial plan. And I just did a once, you know, view viewpoint didn't go into real depth, but one of the things I can tell you it's coming, capital gains tax will make it uh, too hard for many people in middle income groups to assume the property of their parents because the tax burden will be on what they can be affording to pay. And I went through that in some depth and detail on my TV show. So so these people that are sitting back on their you-know-whats, thinking they're going to collect all this money, think again, the tax burden is going to be exorbitant from Biden. Well, all I know is this, God gives people in rebellion, leaders who are rebellious. The Bible says rebellion is, is a sin of witchcraft. Oh, really? Gee, BLM, three witches. Hmm, the source. The source of BLM is witchcraft, it's Satanism. Democratic and Party, Hillary Clinton, witchcraft. You got it, you can't get away from it. Remember this, I want everybody to know this. I'm telling you what the Democratic platform said. There will be no talk of God on this platform. They absolutely, in my opinion, a verbal assault and firing squad was shot into the air on heaven. Just as the same way it's reported that Nimrod, the mighty, and he was a gibberim, that means he was a giant, a hybrid, shot an arrow into the sky believing he could actually shoot an arrow at God. That's what the Democrats have done. And I say this, with all I know, with all I sense, with all I hear, God is going to reply. And when God answers, there'll be no doubt in anybody's mind that God answers. There's going to happen something very soon, Dave, that's going to happen. It's going to take the world by surprise, and it's going to take America's breath away. Because I believe God loves America not what it's become, but what it was founded on, a covenant agreement with him. You know, the critics can go hang themselves. As a matter of fact, they don't like turkey. Let them go, you know, choke on their own vomit. And I mean that. I do. I mean that. Let them go choke on their own vomit. But leave, leave, please, leave your insanity in your own sandbox. I don't want any of it. I don't believe Americans do either. I agree. I could not agree with you more. Um... Steve, when if Biden assumes the presidency, 
how long do you anticipate until we see the rollout of these dramatic freedom stealing programs? I don't know about the rollout of those, but I maintain that full scale civil war will be initiated between the time that he's announced, if he is, that he stole the presidency. I don't think everybody that's on 75 mile long, uh, uh, you know, uh, Trump uh, rallies are just going to roll over and give up their guns, their lives, their families, their daughters, and their income. You kidding me that those monsters are going to tax, 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 tax? And you've got 50, however many million people that have been locked up that can't work? I'll tell you what, the, you know what's going to hit the fan, Dave, is going to be uh, pretty available. This is why I, I, it's really critical we talk about the famine tonight. Because famine is in the land. It is no longer food shortages. Hear me and hear me out. It's no longer food shortages. Shortages can be made up. We are under so many extreme events taking place. And the, the, the intelligence of the evil ones expressed through the quarantine and the lockdown, it destroyed middle-class America. It assassinated middle-class America. Somebody says, well, you sound like you're angry. You bet I am. And yeah. watching your kids and your grandchildren have no future, if you like the thought of being separated from your wife forever and vice versa and your kids being taken from you, then I have nothing more to you to say. I agree. And please don't listen to me and don't listen to Dave. Yeah. Well, we're almost out of time, Steve. The next time we talk, and I'm thinking it needs to be by the end of this week, is we're going to talk about secession. There, and we don't have time to get into it now, but there are serious discussions about secession taking place in red states. And I'm going to be breaking it down, and I'm going to bring you on to assess that. And, Steve, on that note, we got a bit of do. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Blessings, Dave. Take care.